The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, Virtual Business Assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest. To create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word, share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. So my last one, um, it kind of, I don't know if tickled is the right word, but um, I'll just say it. And the thing that came to me as soon as I read it is it's a question of your faith. So what is all the stuff he was talking about mean? That guy who died and then prayed and then came back to life and then he died again. Did he make that story up? We pray for people in our church, but I don't ever believe, but I don't know if I believe his story. And the thing that came to my mind when I read that question is it is actually irrelevant whether the story is real or not. It gets it goes back to the question and the comments that we're saying earlier of who are you to limit God and who are you to question God and where does your faith stand in that? And to take us to that, I want to go to Matthew 27, um, 53. And it's when Jesus um, was on the cross and he's died. So he's, his spirit has left him. Um, so I'm going to start from 50. And when Jesus, and I'm reading from NIV, so I don't have New King James or Kim James at the minute. When Jesus had cried out again in a louder voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rock split, the tombs broke open. So here's the bit. The tombs, tombs are where dead people lay. (laughs) They were open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. Not only were they raised to life, I've been dying to use this scripture when I first read oh, no, it no. years ago. I'm like, Shaza, this is it. Yeah. Um, they came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Hang on, I've lost where I am. For many people. When the centurion and those with him were God and Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified. I mean, could you imagine <coughs> God in a tomb or all the stuff's happened? Suddenly, the earth begins to shake, rocks split into two, tombs open on their own, dead people, holy dead people come out of them, and they appear. And 
you would you would be terrified. You you would be what on earth is going on? And they exclaim, surely he was the son of God. Surely he was the son of God. I've never known anyone die and have that effect when they died. And it doesn't say anywhere else in the Bible. Yeah. So my question is, back to you, if you have that question in your heart, is it's a question of your own faith. And I'm not condemning you. I'm not saying do this, do that. I'm saying read Matthew 27 from 50. Read the whole chapter. Read the whole chapter. God brings dead to life. Yeah. That's his power. Yeah. It's just mind-blowingly awesome yeah if you get into the realm of the holy spirit you go out and evangelize you want to tell people about jesus you give space for the holy spirit this can be in your businesses this isn't just for people who go on big crusades this isn't just for people who have tv shows this isn't just for the famous people you see on youtube or wherever it is you have the same spirit living inside you that if you are willing to say yes use me i'm open there's no limit there's no time limit i'm here for you use me as a vessel this stuff can happen god will use you the the scripture says if the same spirit that raised christ from the dead dwells in you I mean, just you could just stop there. Yeah, seriously. I mean, goosebumps. Hello. If See, this is a question of whether you believe the word of God or not. Yeah, it's a question of faith. Right? Do, is it real or not? And, okay, it's fair enough to struggle and ask the questions. It is because it is a massive leap. Right? But isn't that what faith is? Because God is not in the realm of our flesh in the sense of you know, he's not going to rock up face-to-face like you, you and I and have this kind of chat necessarily, right? So, but if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, it will quicken your mortal body. I mean, there's so many scriptures that talk about the Godhead bodily dwelling. You know I mean? Like I, I, sometimes you sit there and you go, is it, how is this real, right? Because we're so much in the natural We think it should look a certain thing or whatever, whatever, okay? But the scriptures are telling you now that you are a new creature, the old you is dead and buried. This is the new you, the, the child of God, the one that is filled with the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the one that does these things. I mean, my goodness, if we knew who we were, we would transform the world. Absolutely. It's, it's actually pretty mind-blowing. It is absolutely mind-blowing. And our minds can't baffle it. Well, that's why we need him. Because yeah. <laughs> we can't do it. We can't. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't. And so yeah. when, said, when God says, I'm going to give you testimonies to share, to share his glory, yeah. 
that's what it is. It's not about how good am I? Can I speak in tongues? Can I do this? Can I do that? No. It's about God going, this is what I can do. And you go, you will never believe what just happened because you will never believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, we think within, we, we think within the confines of our culture, of our experience, um, of how we have known God, how other people have known God. And there's this whole world that God wants to partner with you in um, and take you into all the world. Like, you know, we were never meant to be sitting in one place just thinking about God. We're meant to be partnering with him in the things that he has for us, going about our lives in his purposes, whether that's in business, life, family, whatever, you know what I mean? But you've got to be allow yourself to become the more. Don't sit back and go, but I'm only that. Because God's going, I have given you everything. If the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is in you, what more do you need? Do you think that your financial troubles are a mountain too big for God to climb? Do you think your conflicts with your family or your business are too big for God to solve? Do you think that... You know, the state of the world is beyond God's control. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, the scripture says God's the one that puts leaders in places. But we could look and go, oh, but we don't like him and we don't like him and we've got to get rid of him. I mean, shush. And just pray for them. That's what the Bible tells us, right? So there's so much in God. But like we were said so many times, at the end of the day, we have to engage in the faith, in the word, and embrace it. And that can be challenging. And you know what I mean? I love it when people start to get curious. Mm. Because like we said at the beginning, and Sarah Jane would tell you from knowing me, okay, I am not a hand holder. I am not the one that says A, B, C. I'm more likely to put you into something and say, let God talk to you. <laughs> then come back and let's get excited about what God did. I'll help you when I can. But I, at the end of the day, I'm not the solution. No. The Holy Spirit is coming to partner with you and you and you. And all of us together can make a difference in the world. But when you create a space where the Holy Spirit can show up, and the anointing comes like happened at the conference. And God is revealing his love and pouring out that oil. And we might look and go, oh, well, I didn't get a word and I didn't hear this and I didn't receive anything. Like we can look at it in the natural, what didn't happen. And yet God is at work. Watch. Watch him start to work in your heart, in your life, in your business. You have to pay attention. It's walking in the spirit and giving God that space is like the best way for you to start to experience that for yourself. Take it out of, you know, the natural and into the spiritual walk that he's got for you because that's, that, that's actually where it's at. Otherwise, how do you think impossible things get dealt with? By nature, they're impossible. 
We need the spirit of God to be able to do it. Right. So I, I, like I said, I was so grateful for the opportunity to really, you know, to help people. Cause I understand that for a lot of people, it's a very unfamiliar area. Yeah. They're not used to it. They don't know that. And they've got questions and it's, and that's okay. The, the, the challenge is not to stay in the question. Mm. The challenge is believe God, believe also in me. What did Jesus say? You know what I mean? He comes up with some clangers. They're great statements. (laughs) And they're not just statements. They're they're keys for our spiritual life. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it was a blessing. It was a blessing. I hope people were blessed and enjoyed because it was unusual, I know, for many people. But the nature of spiritual things is God is going to stretch you. He's going to take you out of your comfort zone. He's going to put ideas. He's going to, you know what I mean? All these things are going to happen to you to get into the things God has for you. You can't stay the same and do the big things for God. You can't. So it is going to challenge you and shake you up a bit and humble you and uh, (laughs) all those things. Have you on your knees sometimes? Well, there's nothing, but there's nothing like it. No, no. Yeah. And so I'm sure that as you've been listening and watching this, you've probably got 10,000 more questions come up (laughs) Um, and you've got ideas. Um, At the end of the day, I can't predict what people are going to say. Some things may have offended you. Some things may have not. Um, Our heart behind the conference was not to offend, but intrigue. It was to stir. It was to get the questions flowing. It's to get you asking questions about the Holy Spirit. And we've done just that. Like for me, it was successful because it's got you asking questions. And I'm sure this has got you asking more questions and that's okay too. So now I hope we've given you enough tools and enough context and enough background to go, to give you the confidence to go, I am okay to have a relationship with God. I am okay without my pastor's permission or without anyone else's permission to go directly to God and ask him questions that I will would like the answers to or that I want to learn about. God tells us, ask for Holy Spirit wisdom and it will be given to you. There is nothing more that God wants to give you than his wisdom. Nothing more. He tells us in scripture, I want to give you my love and ask me for your wisdom and I will give it to you in abundance, in abundance. So, um, use what we've given you, go out. Like we said, we're not going to hold your hands. You need to have the motivation and the heart and the want to go out and find these answers to yourself. We've given you a tiny little bite of the apple. (laughs) Now it's your turn to munch through the whole thing, uh, get into the word and, and allow yourself space to digest. I've had questions come up where I've not known the answer straight away. And then two weeks later, I've gone into another piece of the verse in the, in the Bible and I've got the answer. So have patience, know that it will be at the right time, but you need to know stuff. Um, and you'll begin, your eyes will be opened. Your eyes will be opened. Um, and if, 
you are looking for some extra mentoring. I know Sharon, what you were like, God's taking me on this journey. So what is it that you just say, and I don't know how to say is what I do, but what is it that you, how can you help women if they've got more questions or if they, you know what I'm trying to say? Right. Well, you know, like through the years, I've done all these different elements of coaching, right? There's business coaching and different things, being in business for many years. And really for a season, God took me right out of it to grow more in the ministry things. And then, but what I noticed was that people, because of, you know, there's experience in so many different levels, right, not just business and leadership and ministry and different things. And so people were coming and asking me questions and I kept going, okay, you you know, because I'm doing this now. And yet recently God has been bringing back more and more the need for people to be mentored spiritually to thrive leaders and business owners and people who have these big dreams they want to do things for God. But the challenge is how do we get there in alignment with God in the scriptures? How do you partner with someone? And so really that, that is where I started to come in where, with the word of God and that kind of spiritual counselling, if you like. I don't like that word, but um, to the best of my ability to help you, even in your business, to get strategic. But I really want it to be a Holy Spirit thing. And that's why I said to you, it can be very hard to articulate what you do. Um, but So mentoring is really what it comes down to. But really it is in the spiritual aspect of what it is you're trying to succeed in. Mm. Because um, we've all done it without God and I'll never go there again. Um, so if I can help someone, you know, shortcut that and, and get to know God in a way and maybe throw a few pointers and give them a few references and, you know, save some of the years of wilderness, <laughs> <laughs> then that's what I'll do. <laughs> that's awesome. And, of course, um, soon I'm going to be launching just the, the, the time. <laughs> if you feel like you just need that help, just someone to sit with you for an hour online and go, this is what we need to do next and guide you a little bit like how I did um, on the second day of conference on the Sunday, prompt you with questions. I'm not going to give you answers, but I will prompt questions, give you scriptures um, and it will be a facilitated God time if you like. And it will be kept confidential, so you don't have to have your video on. You just sit in the background, put yourself on mute, and go through the guided stuff. So there's some ways that you can get extra help if you want it. Keep asking questions, writing them down, um, study the word, search for answers in the word, and God will show you. He will show you. Thank you so much, Sharon, for your time and... um, We've spoken for nearly two hours. That that was a pretty good effort. I mean, there were some pretty big questions in there. And I don't and before we do go, I just wanna say I feel a tiny little bit heartbroken, but at the same time grateful that I've heard comments that people saying I haven't got so much meat from where it is that you go and to worship or whatever than what I found in CWIB. And I've like I've grown so much from being part of CWIB, CWIB, 
um, and it breaks my heart in a way because I think, well, what are all the other people doing out there? Why aren't they teaching this stuff? Why aren't people getting into the word leaders, elders, whoever it is that they call themselves and, and teaching from the word, not going 10 different ways to do this or whatever it is, like just teaching from the word. Um, but know that it's because I challenge you and because I put big fireballs out there for you to try and work out what it is that you are growing and that you're asking these questions. If I didn't go forward with that, it wouldn't be the same because it's got to come from the leader um, with that depth and with that want for you to get it and for you to see that and for you to acknowledge that. So I'm not going to stop challenging you. I'm not going to stop putting curveballs in the way. In fact, I'm upgrading this year, so you're going to get even more. And either you're with me or you're not. Either you like it or you don't. But if we're going to go on this journey and you're going to come with me, then be prepared. This is the pre-warning that I probably should have done before eating speech. This is your pre-warning. It might challenge you. It's going to get you to ask questions, but I'm on my way up there, not in a I'm all this and that, but I want more from God. I want to learn more from God. I want more from his word. I want to get in my Bible more. I want to study more. And that is going to outflow, and I'm going to say and do things and um, teach on things that are going to get you asking questions, and it's good. Yeah. It's good. Love it. cool all right babes thank you thank you and we will chat to you next time thanks for listening the christian women in business podcast is sponsored by performance pa virtual business assistant virtual pa lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let performance pa take care of the rest